Okay, I didn't read the typical reading today, which is the reading where the wise men show up and ask Herod where the, the Messiah was supposed to be born, and they say Bethlehem, and so they go and find the child, and they bring gold, sense, gold frankincense, and myrrh. And do you remember how many kings it says showed up? Doesn't say, you're a smart guy. You steal my thunder. It doesn't say. The old adage is that they assume that no man will bring more than one gift. So if they bring gold, frankincense, and myrrh, there must be three kings, right? That's supposed to be a joke. It's the new year. You're not used to me again. This passage gets derived from these other two, Psalm 72 and Isaiah 60. It says that the kings of Tarshish, Seba, and Sheba shall come and that they shall bring gold and incense, which is frankincense, is a form of incense that is burned in the temple. And if you sung We Three Kings, it talks about the meaning of all three of those. The gold is for being a king. Now, my female compatriots who are also clergy say it's typical that you know they were men because they brought something that Jesus couldn't actually use. If they were women, they would have brought a casserole, they would have brought diapers, they would have offered to look after the child while the parents got some sleep. But men, we bring our gifts and we leave, right? The first gift is gold because of the kingship of Jesus. The second is frankincense because Jesus was in the temple, and in the temple, uh, the psalmist says, may your prayers arise like incense before the Lord. And finally, myrrh. Myrrh was given to Jesus when he was on the cross, and it is what the women brought to the tomb. It's, it's an embalming spice anointment. Okay. So the journey, that's all backdrop, because quite frankly, even though we know the story, we don't really know the story. And this story takes a long time. On, on Christmas Eve, we have the kings, and they show up at the, at the manger but that's not the way Scripture has it. Scripture has him probably showing up two years because when the wise men don't come back to King Herod, he's furious, and he goes and he sends the army to kill all the boys in Bethlehem that are two and a half years and younger. So the journey probably took two years. All right. Journey's worth taking. Rain that falls on fresh grass. How does this all tie together? I don't know. I'm kidding. When was the last time you did something far away that you waited for, waited for, and were excited about? Vacation, maybe? My son and his friends got online and bought tickets to Star Wars The Force Awakens. They had those months before the movie hit the theaters. They got there early, and they waited in line, and they were excited. They were pumped for this movie. And ever since then, my son and his best friend, they're both Michael, so this is confusing, but they're both Michaels, and they text each other about 75 times a day arguing about the film. They want to argue about which movies are really the canon. It should be canonical, but the canon, you know, because some people think we should include the Clone Wars, and some people th think it should just be what 
what uh, Lucas says. And other people think, you know, it's, it's like, and, and it's so funny because I think this is the Christian tradition in miniature. This is what we did about our texts and about the meaning of our, of our faith and, and what it means to be excited about God and follow a star and say, we're really ready for something to happen in our lives. And I look around at Christmas time and I don't see anybody in my side of the field that's half as excited as my son about Star Wars The Force Awakens. When they talk, they're really into it. When was the last time we were that excited about a journey we were going to take in our faith, about figuring something out? When was the last time we looked up and said, I am going to go somewhere? Some of you are really good travelers, and so you can think, I do that all the time. But for, the, for most of us, you know, we kind of settle into a rut, and we know what we know, and we don't think about what we don't think about. There's a great line in Inherit the Wind, which is about the Scopes Monkey Trial, where this, the great protagonist is, is thundering on this blowhard of a pastor who's defending creation. And he says, says in a stand, I do not think about the things that I do not think about. And then the Jennings Bryan character says, well, do you think about the things you do think about? Okay, it's fair enough. I don't think about the things you don't think about the things you don't think about, but what about the things you do think about? This is Christmas. How many of you have heard the Christmas story? How many of us think about the things we're supposed to be thinking about? I do when I'm figuring out a sermon. But then the rest of the time I'm thinking about something else. And I realize I'm as guilty about this as the next person. When was the last time I said, where's my star? Where's the star that I am called to follow, wherever that may be? And this could totally be metaphorical. I'm not saying you need to leave Laguna Beach. That is not what I am saying. But when was the last time we knew we had a journey that we needed to take? And I guarantee you it's going to be long, and it's going to be unpleasant, and you probably don't want to go. That opening prayer, the peace prayer, don't, you know, we're not going to pray for comfort, but we're going to pray for strength. We're not going to pray that everything's easy, but that we find peace on the journey. This is what Christmas is about. This is what Epiphany is about. The king that is spoken of in Psalm 72 is like rain that falls on fresh cut grass. Remember the last time it rained here? Remember how excited you were? It's raining. Boy, do we need the rain. We could use some more of this rain. When was the last time when you felt something Inside of you that made like, ooh, you know, God's, you know, God's moving here. Think, wow, I want some more of that. We need some more of that. The journey of Epiphany is a long one. 
The journey of life is a long one. The journey of discovery is a long one. I pray that we have as much excitement for that journey as my son does for Star Wars, The Force Awakens. I believe, maybe mistakenly, that we can. And if we can become passionate about peace and justice and mercy and looking after the needy and bringing those things that the king and the king's son are supposed to bring, then maybe our world can be just a little bit better and epiphany will mean something. Amen.